Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. I'm Scarlett Fu. And I'm Mike Lynch. And I'm Michael Barr. And this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. And let's start off with a National Football League. <laughs> I feel like someone needs to do a song now. <laughs> there we go. Oh, guys, it was it was just heaven. Well, it, it, if you're unless you're a Lions fan, but other than that, it was it's nice to see Week One of the National Football League. Uh, you one thing that I did notice, and I saw this at a lot of stadiums, they were packed, uh, and I was surprised from the fact that you didn't see as much spacing as I thought you would see, Scarlett. Yeah, not only were they packed because most people or the majority of the country now is vaccinated and uh, most stadiums have come up with protocol for how to allow live viewers to come in, live spectators, Um, you now have TV ratings on the rebound as well. Uh, A 15.9 overnight rating. I don't know the TV rating metrics well enough to know what that means, 15.9, but that is up 16% from last year's opener, which is a big, big boon, and I'm sure a sigh of relief for Roger Goodell and the NFL and all the various sponsors. Yes, my goodness. And Lynchy, it, yeah. <laughs> it was a rough day for a lot of, uh, let's say, homers. Uh, let, let's yeah. say the Patriots lost, yeah. uh, the Lions lost. Scarlet, your favorite team? It's got to be the Giants because I'm from New York. Everybody was all in the despair category, (laughs) Lynchy. But football is back. It's back. And last year, the owners of of all the National Football League teams lost $4 billion uh, without fans in the stands. There's very little small violin playing right now. I know. <laughs> so that was good news, but it was all good, good news to see. I mean, almost every stadium had bright sunshine. The weather looked great across the entire country, and the only place that wasn't sold out was Jacksonville, which served as the home field for the New Orleans Saints because of Hurricane Ida. They had to move out, and people were kind of worried that uh, would it be a home field advantage for Green Bay or would it be for New Orleans? And judging from everything that I read and I saw, it was like 60-40 in favor of Green Bay, but it didn't help because the New Orleans Saints just wiped out the Green Bay Packers 38-3 to before a paltry crowd of barely 35,000. I have seen something that has, I don't think I've ever seen, Aaron Rodgers benched. Yeah. I, I, Scarlett, it's going to be I, all over People that. Magazine next week, I'm sure. The game show host <laughs> got benched. It's like, my <laughs> goodness gracious. But now... Yeah, and here comes all the speculation is that did he lose did you know Rodgers lose focus and blah 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 but let me let me shift it to a, a business sense if you are Green Bay and you saw that performance and the, the Packer you know how the Packers are 
are owned. A lot of people in the public own a share of the Packers. Right. Are you concerned? I think you want to have him on there because that's in the shareholders' interest and people want to see that. But, yeah, those are good questions. I honestly have not followed Aaron Rodgers well enough to know um, that much more. I mean, I know he dated Olivia Munn. Let, let, me, let me just be out up front. I know he dated Olivia Munn and they broke up. And that's about it. Well, he was also with uh, the race car driver, Danica Patrick. Oh, see? All right. Well, there you go. That's why I talked about People Magazine covering this, because he's he's a celebrity in his own right, not just a Well, this could ac- accelerate his exit to Jeopardy host once again. Uh, who knows? But Yes, because that post at- is open now. It is. Let me throw this one at you. In 2003, in the season opener, the Patriots went up to Buffalo and lost to the Bills 31 to nothing. And they had already won one Super Bowl by then, and the world was about to end here, and they wound up going to the Super Bowl and winning at the end of that year. So as Roger says, there are 16 games left in the season. Maybe he could look back on this thing and just shake his head uh, come December or so. But it was not an inspiring performance yesterday at all. Let's move on. Speaking of football, but let's move on yeah. to college football. Oh, my goodness. Here's more realignment. The Big 12 says, you know what? Come on, BYU. Come on, Cincinnati. Come on, Houston. Come on into our conference, Scarlett. Well, what confused me, and I don't know a whole lot about college football. I'm revealing myself to not know a whole lot about certain sports. But um, the Big 12 was not the Big 12 for a while. It was the Big 10. And in 2016, Big 12 said it would not expand beyond 10. But now that Oklahoma and Texas are leaving for the SEC, the Big 12 will now add four schools. So it'll be the Big 14 until... Oklahoma and Texas leave probably before 2025 or in 2025. It, it's it's just kind of messy. It, <laughs> messy is the, the, the understatement. Word. Yes, it. And Lynchy, this I think there's one thing that that it comes down to: money, 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 and that's usually uh, the root of everything. If you want to dig deep enough, you'll find it. The, the conference that got raided was the American Athletic Conference, and there are schools like Cincinnati and Central Florida who have been clamoring for some, uh, to, to validate their, their greatness, I guess is a, for lack of a better phrase. And they're always sort of left out of the, of the playoff system. But now that they're going to be in the Big 12, they're going to get an awful lot of attention. And they're also going to get an awful lot more money because teams in the American Athletic Conference receive an average of $7 million a year. By joining the Big 12, it now pays every school $37 million a year. That is going to be adjusted back because they added uh, uh, you know, 33% of, of, of the league. These two schools that were making $7 million a year are now going to make between 20 and $25 million per year. And that can uh, go to a lot of professors, can go to a lot of scholarships, and go to as Or go uh, to a uh, lot of equipment and facilities and coaches. Facil- you betcha. Yeah. On and on and on it goes. This got started because of the SEC and the whole thing when they said, you know what, we're going to have some more teams come in here. And all of the the big major conferences said, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, we got to compete with this. And this is why now, Scarlett, you're seeing this. It's all about the existing media contracts and and how you play around with all that when they expire or when they need to be renegotiated, um, which, you know, ties into what we're also hearing about DirecTV and uh, the Sunday ticket, which is the only reason why anyone seems to get DirecTV these days, is so that they can get NFL Sunday ticket. Yeah. Um, that is going to be that that contract is going to be coming up soon. It ends after the 2022 to 2023 season, 
And there are reports, according to CNBC, that Amazon is the front runner to sign this multi-year deal with the NFL for Sunday Ticket. And as the great Tom Keene would said, what a great segue. Because that that's a great way to get into, like you said, about the streaming and all of this that's going down. Lynchy, I keep saying this over and over again. I'm an old man, and I've said this, and it's like I'm just used to over the weekend. I was just tuning in. It's like okay, I'm You're getting fancy for with the dial, right? You I am. I I'm looking for the dial, and it's like you know, it's okay. No, no rabbit ears, whatever. Streaming now seems to be the way to go. Yeah, and Amazon's going to run the world pretty soon. We're going to be flying on Amazon Airlines. We're going to be filling up our cars with Amazon oil and gas. But I don't think DirecTV, which currently holds the rights to the Sunday ticket, can hold on and can renew. Uh, they've got a price point of about $300 per household, and they're losing money every year. They need 5 million subscribers just to break even, and right now they're barely at $2 million. Amazon, by the way, uh, will come up with a 2 to $2.5 billion that CNBC is reported that the That's chump change for Amazon, right? I mean, well, it is. It's, it's, nothing, it's, it's nothing to them at all. And the big thing with Amazon is they can parlay it into merchandise sales. Come on with Sunday Ticket. Hey, you're a Detroit Lions fan. Yeah. Why are you watching the Lions today? Hey, you should have a Lions hat or a Lions hoodie and our New York Giants uh, hoodie. And how about a New York Giants slippers for you, Scarlett? And, uh, you know, a blanket for, for the couch and banners for your son's bedroom. And uh, so they're going to they're gonna really expand and capitalize on it. I see no way that Amazon is not going to get the Sunday ticket when it expires at the end of the 23 season. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's talk about the U.S. Open in tennis. And oh, yeah. uh, we've got some uh, history that was made. Now let's start Let's start with the, the, the women's finals. Uh, congratulations to Emma Raducanu, 18 years old from Britain. It's her first Grand Slam title, and she beat 19-year-old Layla Fernandez from Canada. Scarlett, at, did, first of all, at, I'm, I'm assuming you, you saw the highlights of it. I saw the highlights, and what I'm most excited about is that both these women, they're teenagers, so the future of tennis is is, is young, it's great. They're both Asian-American as well. Raducanu's mom is Chinese, and Fernandez is half Filipina. So that in and of itself just makes me really happy. Yeah, I mean, this is this was great to watch this. And as you mentioned, this is the future of tennis, which brings me to the, the dollars and cents of it. Uh, Lynchy, is this the time now where tennis needs to say, you know what, don't get me wrong, Serena Williams, you're one of the greatest, and I can go on, but now we youth must be served. 
I wouldn't put Serena out to pasture yet. I wouldn't put Djokovic out to pasture yet. But the future does look very bright. These two women that played in the finals, they, they're talented, they're athletic, they're charismatic, and they have enthusiasm. You know, I haven't seen many of the players, are, they're, they're robotic in, in nature when they play. And these two had enthusiasm, especially Fernandez imploring the crowd to get behind her. And I love it. So the future, I think, is very, very bright for tennis. And it was a big purse, the biggest purse they've ever had, $57.5 million divided up. I mean, the 128 men and the 128 women. Which one was it? Was it uh, Raducanu or was it uh, Fernandez? I, I forgot which one. But their teacher told them when they were much younger, uh, stop paying attention so much to tennis. You need to pay attention to your classes. And they used that as a motivator to get to this level of the game. And I've never, I- ever heard anyone talk about that for someone who's a professional athlete because it's all about specialization these days, right? Yeah. I mean, if you are a kid who uh, has shown some natural gifted ability in any kind of sport, then you are doing that sport year-round um, all the time. And every summer, every spring, every fall, every winter, you're doing that. You're not focusing on anything else. Daniel Medvedev, he won the men's mm. final at the U.S. Open, and he denied Also a teenager. Joker. Yeah. I, well, he, well it, he's... He's what? What would you say? He's is is it? He's twenty five. Oh wait, I thought he was a teenager. My bad. No, no. I think he's twenty five. Okay. And uh, I, I, he he was he denied uh, the Joker a chance to uh, pass Federer uh, and and uh, about the the titles is twenty major titles that all three have, and he would have won twenty one, but it did not happen. And it would have been a grand slam in a calendar year. It would have been history for Djokovic, uh, who I never counted out. Even when he lost the first two sets, he's been such an animal coming back from down love two and winning so many tournaments. I think he's done it t- uh, 10 or more times. Uh, but uh, Medvedev was just too, too strong for him. And uh, I joke, the Joker will be back. Uh, $2.5 million for the men's and women's winner, $1.25 million for the runners-up. Pretty good payday. Good to see people back in the seats. And what I love was the enthusiasm. There's nothing beats a New York crowd. Yeah. I felt a little bit bad for Medvedev because they were booing him mm, when it yeah. was getting near the end and it looked like match point was coming up. <laughs> and Djokovic was crying into his towel. It was very, it was an emotional moment, but Medvedev held it uh, you know, pretty well. I mean, some people, you know, imagine if that was John McEnroe getting booed. There might have been a few hand signals going up towards the uh, New York crowd, maybe, huh? <laughs> Oh, that never happened to John McEnroe ever in his career. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Scarlett? I mean, you saw a packed crowd for the finals. Uh, is this a great sign that maybe we are now post-COVID? And I'm very I think it, it'd be that. foolish for anyone to say anything is post-COVID, but this is kind of what the, the – this is the best-case scenario in terms of what the organizers wanted, certainly, which is they were able to host the U.S. Open. They had to adapt it for our COVID reality, but um, they had this exciting finish to the men's and the women's uh, matches, and it went as well as it could have, all things considered, even with the storm early on in the U.S. Open. You know what? Don't worry about the Detroit Lions, folks. 
And uh, don't worry about – by the way, I do want to say this right quick before we wrap this up. Congratulations to Matt Stafford, who got traded from Detroit and now is with the Los Angeles Rams. And, yes, he was like, you know, the man, and he just, you know – but I want to shut down this argument. Well, now you see, if he was with Detroit, he didn't have the weapons to throw to. No, he had Megatron to throw to. The, the question is, did he have the offensive line that he's got now with the Rams that he had with Detroit? And I'm going to let you guys debate that out there in the public. But I just had to get that off my chest. Wah, yeah, wah, yeah, 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 yeah. Fine. And anyway, uh, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And there's hope for the Patriots next week. They play the Jets. And hope for the Lions. They play in Jacksonville. <laughs> there's always hope when you play against the Jets. Always. I'm Mike Lynch. You can follow me at Lynchy WCVB. And I'm Scarlett Foo. I'm at Scarlett Foo on Twitter. One T. We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports you're listening to bloomberg business of sports on bloomberg radio around the world and online wherever you get your take your business further with the smart and flexible american express business gold card you can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit u.s restaurants and gas stations that's the powerful backing of american express Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.